At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome in. It is betting across America here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. As always, live in Colorado, it's James Salinas. James, it's Friday. I actually know what day of the week it is, which is a step in the right direction. Uh, so uh, we're going to have a good time over the next two hours. Good for you. I'm, I get lost sometimes with what day it is, considering I'm literally in my other life out here in Colorado and Denver. I'm working every day. So in this case here, once football gets back online and we get the NFL going again on Sundays, then I'll start to have some better structure of my week, Jeff. So I'm right there with you, although it is Friday and happy Friday to you, my friend. Yes, and uh, ha- happy uh, 4th of July weekend to everyone out there as well. The holiday, of course. On Sunday, so your your long weekend getting started today with us here on Betting Across America, James. Let's just dive right into what we saw last night. It was the Bobby Portis and Brooke Lopez show, just like we all saw, thought last night in Milwaukee. One twenty three, one twelve. Milwaukee wins it, covering the four and a half uh, point spread. Total goes way over to two thirteen, James. And uh, look, uh, we were talking about who is going to step up on the Milwaukee side. Uh, when we were on the program yesterday, and uh, it was pretty apparent quickly it was going to be those two starting bigs, Portis in for uh, Tedekumpo and Brooke Lopez with his career high of uh, career playoff high of 32, Portis his playoff career high of 23 last night in an 11-point Milwaukee win. 
Jeff, Brooke Lopez must have finally got his NBA passport to be able to cross the three-point line and go down in the paint and hang out with the big boys because that's exactly where he was last night. Finally started to play like a big fella, like he's capable of. Now, not only from his his size and his length, but also his strength. He's a big boy, but typically he likes to just hang outside uh, with the little guys and hang out beyond that three-point arc with the cool kids and shoot threes all day long. And that's what we did not see out of Brooke Lopez. Ultimately, 14 out of 18 of those 18 shots, only two from downtown. So everything concerted to the paint. And really, a lot of them were two-hand slams. He was getting a lot of feeds off that really that passive ball screen defense that we saw from the Hawks. And ultimately, the the looking at the Bucks, yes, they definitely had a game plan going in. They were going to attack the rim off the ball screen. Obviously, Brooke Lopez was a great recipient of getting a lot of those easy baskets. And, and really, uh, you talked about Portis, but also thinking about the from Drew Holiday and how aggressive he was getting to the basket and also feeding his teammates as well. So, uh, yeah, that definitely a game plan for the Bucks to say, look, we need to attack this Hawks team here the way that Giannis usually attacks the basket. We didn't have him out there. We're going to have to step up and be as aggressive as Giannis typically would be on any given night, and that's exactly what we saw from Milwaukee last night. Bucks win it by 11, 123-112. Series is now a 3-2 Milwaukee lead. Uh, the Bucks now to win the NBA title at plus 170 after last night moving up <laughs> about $2 from where they were going into yesterday. James, other events going on right now. There is one across the pond uh, right now in uh, in Europe, in Euro 2020 being tw- played in 2021. After a penalty kick, Spain advances in a win over Switzerland. That was a 1-1 draw in regulation. So under cashes and regulation, draw cashes and regulation. Spain to advance tickets cash. And now in the second game uh, in Munich right now, Italy and Belgium at the top of that bracket. Uh, Italy closing about a plus 130 favorite on the three-way line. Belgium about plus 240 to win in regulation. Belgium does have their star. Kevin De Bruyne is playing not what was not expected to go, but is in the starting 11. We'll keep you updated as we go throughout the show. James, I'll just say this. I have Belgium futures all over the place here. So uh, I, I'm going to be hoping that uh, the uh, Belgians get it done here. Uh, so maybe if they win a, a celebration with a nice waffle after the show. <laughs> and or a new Belgian brew. How about yeah, that? that Just too. like last weekend. <laughs> hey, we were on the show last weekend. I know you uh, hit that Dane. Was it was it Denmark? I forget. Exactly yeah, the, the Danes. Was, yep, Denmark. Yep. That's right. That's right. So uh, salute to you on that one, too, my friends. All right. Well, I'm with you there in spirit. When it comes to football, my expertise more so lies on this side of the pond. We're talking about American football. So I'll I'll stay in my lane when it comes to 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 that type of football and stay out of the soccer. world. Yeah, look, uh, knowing your expertise is a key thing in in this space, James. And uh, hey, look, as we said yesterday, we're two months away from the NFL season. So we'll have a lot of NFL talk coming here on the show. As you are listening to Betting Across America here on VSIN, I'm Jeff Barles, James Salinas, live in Denver as always. Happy to be with you. Uh, hopefully kick it off your 4th of July weekend right here with us on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. James, uh, l- let's go back to what we opened with in our first five, the Bucks and the Hawks. Game five last night, Milwaukee, a 123-112 win behind as we expected, Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis's big nights last night. Uh, James, just this series now shifts back to Atlanta. 
The Hawks are favored right now in game six, laying two at home. We still don't know about Giannis. We still don't know about Trey Young. And from last night, James, I didn't really glean much of anything. That was okay. Two guys that have not performed much at all this postseason. Heck, Portis didn't really play at all in the last series against Brooklyn. I, you can't really really take much from last night in, in a handicapping sense for game six. I think what I can take away from it mostly is the Hawks and their interior defense or lack thereof. It's really not – I mean, they have – it's really similar how so many of their, their players are constructed as far as their, their physical makeup goes. I mean, Herter and Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich still nursing that – he's not a great defender anyway, but he can get muscled around. You can see Kevin Herter really can get pushed around down there. Collins, not the biggest bulky player either. So it's finally – I think for the Bucks, when the Bucks decide that they want to play for a full 48 minutes with intensity on both sides of the floor and actually have a game plan to consistently attack the basket. That's a big weakness for the Hawks right now where they stand and being able to try to match up with some of the bodies that were continuously getting into that painted area against the the Hawks interior. And I think that's probably what I can take away most is from that game last night. And we knew this going into the series and all, all season long ultimately in the playoffs too for Philadelphia or for, for the Hawks against Philadelphia as well. The interior was going to be a challenge for them but here it just feels like when the when the Bucks decide that they want to show up for a full four quarters that's the result without Giannis as well just very aggressive from them from the get from the mindset of that team knowing they had to have that game at home didn't want to have to go on and back to Atlanta down three to two so here it's really just a matter of what where's the Bucks mindset going in you would think that mindset would have been there back in game four when they had a chance to go up three one in the series and and especially with with Trey Young going down and not being available that was their opportunity to take advantage uh, of a Hawks team that was wounded and they did not and we know Giannis went down in that game but that was in the second half that first half there was absolutely no kill and I think that's probably my biggest concern with the Bucks is when they want to turn it on they look like an elite team a championship caliber team but they pick and choose their spots when they actually want to do it and to me championship caliber teams if you want to raise that if you want to raise that Larry O'Brien trophy and raise and and pop the champagne you have to bring that each and every night and that's just what we haven't seen out of the Bucks save game five Right, and James, the one the one other factor, too, with winning last night for Milwaukee, Giannis isn't going to play in game six now. There's no reason to rush him back. You have an extra game in your pocket for game seven. If uh, Look, if, if you lose game six on the road, then all right, if Giannis is ready to go on what would be a Monday night tip for game seven, all right, that's, uh, that's fine. But you can get away with losing game six, and you now obviously have game seven in your back pocket if you're Milwaukee. And now, really, James, more so than the eyes being on Atetokounmpo now for this matchup, the eyes are on Trey Young, who, again, James, I, if, you, if you had asked me before game four and before game five, I would have said, look, I expect Trey Young to be in the lineup. And that ankle has not cooperated as he's missed both of these last two games. And, James, we talked about going into last night. How are the Atlanta role players going to play? And last night, Bogdanovich was spectacular. Gallinari was solid. Lou Williams was solid. But there just wasn't enough after that. And the defensive side of the ball really was what failed them yesterday. Like you said, the interior defense for Atlanta. So I guess the question comes down to for this game six coming up, will Atlanta's role players 
play again. Will Bogdanovich have another game like he did last night and in game four? Will the other role players be able to continue to step up? Which, again, the sustainability of that is absolutely a question. And it wasn't a very deep team to begin with. Don't Correct. We, they lost DeAndre Hunter for the season, wasn't able to play in this playoffs, any of these playoff series for the Hawks, and really was kind of in and out of the lineup, especially the first half of the year. So already kind of short. Now you have to move Lou Williams into the starting role in place of Trey Young. So now you got even, you're even shorter depth when it comes to guard play off the bench. So, yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of options left for Atlanta. You're not going to be able to call – you're not going to get Chris done to come out here and all of a sudden be able to step up and perform in the playoffs hasn't been seeing the court much outside of garbage time so I, th I think for Atlanta it wasn't so much offensively was the concern I mean they 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 got a lot of shots that they wanted and Milwaukee was yeah let's just say this they were there were plenty of possessions for that Milwaukee defense that they were completely out of sorts and lost so I think Atlanta offensively without Trey Young they looked just fine to me in that sense shot the ball relatively well another good game out of Lou Williams and was able to share the ball again and collectively uh, they had 24 assists on 41 made baskets so that's a really good ratio right there sharing the ball getting the extra shot and good look at the basket but it to me it's the, the defensive side and not that Trey Young coming back defensively is gonna be an upgrade for them we know they typically try to hide Trey Young out there on the defensive side but allows them to really conserve some of that energy on the offensive side when Trey Young is facilitating so yeah I think the role player piece I'm not really sure what we're going to see more offensively from Atlanta, but it's the defensive side right now, uh, especially on the interior. The way that Milwaukee was able to get to the rim repeatedly regardless whether it was Brooke Lopez getting every dunk he wanted over over the smallish interior for the Hawks and or Portis like you talked about as well as, as, well as Holiday getting to the rim. We, we saw Middleton really was kind of again one of those passive games. More perimeter shots coming from that mid-range game from Middleton. Was wasn't super aggressive. He picked his, he was picking, choosing his spots when to get in there. But yeah, I think that's the concern for me going forward. And then we talk about looking at tomorrow and the total right now, that total sitting around 215. Not really sure what I saw out of Atlanta defensively, if there's much adjustment, many adjustments left to be made for them on the interior outside of really does Milwaukee help them out by if they take another game like they did in game four and really settle for jumpers, that's going to be the key to the game for Milwaukee. Do they come out and be as aggressive as what they should be and what they could be similar to what they did in game five. Well, and and that's the thing on this total. Again, these totals, as we've said, had just they've taken a dive. They're, again, the Brooklyn Bucks series started in the high 230s and closed in closed in the uh, in the low 220s, two teens even for that series. And now here again, uh, falling back again at 216, 215 on this, James. And and look, I don't I don't have a sense for the total. I don't anticipate Atlanta being as poor defensively as they were last last night, but and that was pretty alarming what happened where you let where you said in the open, James, Brooke Lopez came inside. And what happened is we saw early career Brooke Lopez, where he was at times a dominant interior scorer, and that was what he did last night. And again, Portis last night destroyed him inside. So, again, there's only so many adjustments you can make. Uh, and the hope for Atlanta, too, is you get home, Capella's eye gets a little bit better over the next uh, 48 hours as well. You hope that the defense looks a lot more like it did earlier in the series as opposed to last night. 
Jeff, and I, I think I'm going to stay away from the total here because I just don't trust Milwaukee to show up with that same aggressiveness offensively. Can they do it? Yeah, we saw it. We clearly saw it in game five. We also saw that in game two. When they show up and want to play and compete, they're the better team collectively from top to bottom. It's just the mindset, and that, that's what I just don't trust about this Milwaukee Bucks team. They just don't seem to have that kill in them, that championship killer instinct about them. Just think, I, I can't get past that game four performance. No Trey Young, and yeah, you're going to have the fallen hero uh, aspect of it for Atlanta. Everybody's going to step up their game, but also I think we saw Milwaukee really assist Atlanta by settling for shots and playing absolutely no no defense on their side. Uh, really kind of a lays-off, fair kind of approach to the game. Milwaukee's just not a team that I trust consistently to go and play hard for a full 48 minutes, Jeff, from game to game. And right now, that total is really is really going to be dictated on Milwaukee's offensive approach. If they take the same offensive approach, I don't think there's much left that Atlanta can do on the interior to combat that. So in this case here, it's really just does Milwaukee decide to show up and be aggressive offensively again in game six like they did game five? Big question mark for me, not one that I'm willing to put my money on to say, yes, they will show up with that same aggressiveness in game six the way that they did in game five. James, you're, you and I are, 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 are step and step here. We, we agree 100%. This is, again, things could change over the next 24 hours plus, but this is absolutely a no play right now for me on Atlanta and the Bucs. And again, as always, uh, look, there were some in-game opportunities last night that got a little interesting. Atlanta was up at, was as big of a 16 and a half point dog live last night. Uh the 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 uh the Bucks were again at halftime when it when it got a little tighter, you could have gotten the Bucks minus eight and a half at halftime for the game. You had some middle opportunities in game last night. So as always, uh pay attention to the opportunities you are given in game as though in all honesty, James, the rest of this postseason, that might be the way to go with again the uncertainty of injuries and really the uncertainty of how teams are gonna look because of said injuries. And also attacking the prop market. Now, we got yep. pretty vested into the prop market last night. Had to sweat out a couple of those. <laughs> yes. Middleton being one, that 27 and a half. Uh, he, he was crushing it early and then kind of lagged off again in that second quarter. But, yeah, that one came in. Did not win. I lost that holiday one as far as his assist totals go. Didn't expect – expected him to be aggressive in getting to the rim. But, yeah, was very – not only scoring-minded, but – I think just because of Brooke Lopez, how many of those assists came off of just simple alley-oop dunks or tosses inside to Lopez that he was able to finish home? That had really helped Holiday get over his assist total. But really getting into that market, Bryn Forbes, another one, didn't get a lot of minutes. We talked about him, took three shots from the outside, only hit one. That's only his, that's his only game out there. So that one uh, came in pretty easily. But I think that's where we can still continue to look like we've been doing throughout the number of playoff series through the NBA playoffs is if we're struggling to try to find a side or not really sure about the dictating of what's going to happen with the tempo and then the injury piece, like you mentioned, because the injuries affect both sides of the floor for each of these teams. With Giannis being out, yeah, <laughs> where was their interior defense? I feel like the Hawks were able to get plenty of opportunities and good looks to shoot the basketball too. So, yeah, got to know the status of these players, but I think that's where we can continue to try to find angles to bet on these games within these series and then moving into the finals, Jeff, is continue to dig into that prop market. Absolutely. Let's look at the uh, the odds right now to win the NBA championship from our friends over at BetMGM. Again, the Suns, not surprising the favorite. Guess what? They're already in the finals. They should be the favorite. Uh, but, uh, James, one thing that is interesting, the Suns are down 30 cents from yesterday. They were minus 190 when we were on the show yesterday. 
Now they're minus 160. The Bucks are plus 170 in Atlanta. Again, you need a lot to happen, but uh, a lot has happened so far for these Hawks in this playoff run at 13-1 to to win the championship. And, James, it's interesting because just looking at what a potential price for a Suns-Bucks series, what that would be, before the Giannis injury over the Westgate, uh, the Superbook, uh, they posted the Suns as a plus-130 underdog with a full Giannis. With a fully healthy Giannis. Now, and look, this is obviously right. Phoenix should be a a favorite. I don't know about minus 160, but they definitely should be laying a price because they're already in the the finals. But look at that on your screen right now, James. The the Bucs and the Suns played twice this season, and Phoenix handled them both times, even with teams at full strength. I think about Phoenix in the matchup against the Bucs. Phoenix offensively versus the Bucks defense. And we know that the, they'll, they'll call it the drop coverage. I'll just call it the soft coverage when it comes to <laughs> defending ball screens. And that's, I mean, Chris Paul lives and feasts off of that kind of mid range game, that free throw line extended kind of game, that little step back that he has and took him a few games to get his competitive legs under him in that series against the Clippers missing, you know, being away from all basketball activities due to the COVID protocol. But we saw what it can be when Chris Paul is on his game. We saw that clearly in game six, especially in that second half, getting the shots. And I think that was the thing. When he came back from COVID protocol, he was getting the looks that he wanted and running the offense the way that he needed to just the shots weren't going down till that game six so it could be hit or miss with Chris Paul uh, but then it's not just all facilitated out of Chris Paul there's plenty of times where a certain offensive sets he can just defer Jeff and all right Booker take it away young fella and we know he's now they're going to have a full week to rest he's going to have for as far as Booker is concerned a full week for his nose to 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 heal up because that he kept getting tagged he'd take the mask off he put it back on I think now he'll be hopefully he'll be at full strength as far as his uh not having to wear the mask anymore once the finals start but I think the matchup there with the way that the Suns like to play offense and Chris Paul facilitating and the way that that matches up against that Milwaukee's Bucks defense and they're going to also have to be conscious of the fact that DeAndre Ayton is going to be patrolling that paint he is not stepping out and shooting threes he lives in the painted area and will occupy Brooke Lopez and those other bigs allowing Booker and Chris Paul again to kind of work the middle of that paint so I think that's that's going to be a tough matchup I think for for the course of seven games for the Pucks to contend with because I think we know what the Bucks are defensively and it's not a team that I trust to be able to compete with the Suns and stop that tandem between Booker and Paul for a full seven-game series. Yeah, and then looking at the odds to be the NBA Finals MVP, you could have gotten Chris Paul about four weeks, about three weeks ago, James, at about 25-1. to one. Now at BetMGM, he's the favorite at plus 160 to win NBA Finals MVP. I, that would be the only bet I would make. I, I, I think Phoenix is going to beat whoever gets there. And James, when, you're, when we're handicapping an award where humans are voting on it, narratives are important as much as we want to discount narratives they are important when humans are voting and the narrative of Chris Paul's in his first ever NBA Finals and if he and Devin Booker are even close as long as Booker just doesn't completely outplay him in the finals Chris Paul's going to win that award if Phoenix wins the title and that's probably the better way to go. If you're looking that way, depending on what that series price comes out with, you'll get better value there at plus 160 with Paul than what the series price would be in favor of the Suns. Absolutely. You and I agree. He's James Salinas. I'm Jeff Parles. It is Betting Across America. And coming up next, play 
pray, stay away. Our new favorite segment coming up next here on Betting Across America on Decent. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports in Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM, BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. You have plenty of options there. With your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports wagers today from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. It is Betting Across America. I'm Jeff Parles. James Salinas in Colorado. Happy to be with you to open your 4th of July weekend. Let's go to our new favorite segment, James Salinas. Let's go there. Pray, play, stay away. I changed the order up there, but it all plays the same. 
Uh, so I'm going to give you give you three options here from NFL season win totals, James. One of them, you play, you like that the best. That's the one you're going to just play. Pray, you think, all right, this has a chance, but we're going to have to pray about it. And then to stay away, it speaks for itself. We want nothing to do with this one. So here we go. Three unders today. The Seattle Seahawks, under nine and a half wins at plus 125. The Ravens under 10 and a half wins at plus 125 or the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers at under 11 and a half also plus 125. So not like yesterday, James, we, we all the same juice, all plus price. Which one are you playing? Which one are you praying and which one are you staying away from? Always like getting plus prices. Yeah, not a bad existence here. So, exactly right. So let's start with the one I'm going to stay away from because I like the other side of it, and it's going to be the Bucks. I, I don't want to bet the Bucks under. Typically, Jeff, when we're talking, and most sports looking to fade the last year's defending champion coming into the season. A lot of things go on in the off season. A lot of turnover when it comes to personnel. Uh, a lot of other engagements that happen, and a lot of distractions. And sometimes, like our buddy Wes Reynolds like to say, they get a little fat and happy about themselves but there is now he might be happy but there's nothing fat about Tom Brady that is the most <laughs> driven athlete Jeff that I think we've ever seen about think about what he's done what he did this past year coming over from New England and really out to prove him I, I think there's such a chip on his shoulder I think it goes all the way back to draft day 20 years ago when he was drafted in the sixth round what a, the 199th pick overall I think that drives him every day and this Bucks team they're only going to be better this year I don't think there's any Super Bowl hangover from those guys. They had plenty of time to dry out from their Super Bowl party. I think this year, I'm staying away from it because I think the Bucs are going to have a spectacular season. They're really in a soft division there in the NFC South. So I think here, staying away from that one, the one that I think that I'll play is going to be the Ravens under their season win total at 10.5 wins plus 125 for a couple reasons. I think offensively, very one-dimensional offensively. Now, the we you know what they are with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Uh, this very very limited when it comes to their downfield passing game, the accuracy or lack thereof when it comes to accuracy for Jackson. And teams now have multiple years of film to dissect what what the approach is going to be to defend that that multiple the, the way that they run the football there with Baltimore as well as that schedule. If you dig into that schedule, Jeff, especially the second half of that schedule, it is a really challenging schedule. Challenging division for sure, but also non-division, that challenging schedule. I just look after their bye week. They're going to play Minnesota and then short week a, a set of four out of the next five on the road. You're talking about playing at Miami, at Chicago, home to Cleveland, then at Pittsburgh and at Cleveland, followed by Green Bay, potentially with uh, Aaron Rodgers behind the helm. That is a tough schedule to me. I don't like the opportunity for the Ravens to be able to go over 10 and a half. That's the one that I'm definitely going to play out of those three. And then the, uh, the by default, the prey for James Salinas would be the Seahawks uh, under nine and a half, which is actually my play. The Seahawks under nine and a half. First place schedule, lacking defensively, James. And look, all is not right in paradise between Russell Wilson and that coaching staff. And I don't trust Pete Carroll to begin with anyway. Uh, ever since they won that Super Bowl, it's been a downward spiral for Carroll as a head coach for me. And look, their schedule, again, they get do get a break of, of half of the AFC South being Let's face it, a joke with uh, getting Jacksonville at home and a road game in Houston. That Those are good draws. But, look, I know the Steelers are not high on a lot of people's list, but going to Pittsburgh is not easy even if they're down. Going to Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers is there, not easy. 
division is one of the hardest, if not the hardest in football. So for me, the play would be the under nine and a half for Seattle. And it's funny, your play on Baltimore is my stay away. The Ravens, regardless of what their abilities are, it always feels like they're winning double-digit games, especially with the extra game this year going to 17. When we get back, Andy McNeil, our VEASAN hockey expert, to break down game three of the cup final between Tampa and Montreal next on VEASAN. season is in full swing so it's the perfect time to work on cash and tickets every day our VEASAN experts give you all the tools that you need to make the most of every baseball bet including live odds and analysis on every game on VEASAN.com slash MLB and our daily members only best bet emails now is the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at VEASAN.com slash subscribe it is betting across America. I'm Jeff Parles. James Salinas live in Colorado as always. And now we go north of the border. Our VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil with us right now. Andy, let's just dive right in. Game three tonight between Montreal and Tampa Bay. Tampa looked clearly the favorite as they uh, obviously were pre-series with taking the first two at home. And tonight, Andy, looking at the uh, – we'll dive right into the props first. You are on the fade the home team train tonight with your props. Yeah, well, it's just a matter of, um, you know, some of these players and their scoring rates not really uh, matching up with, with the prices that are listed here. Um, and uh, the Canadians are, you know, priced in a way that, that kind of um, predicts they'll score uh, less than 2.5 goals uh, in this game. So not a lot of scoring to go around. Um, Shea Weber is a player that that has five points in 19 playoff games, and and this is usually where I'd start talking about positive regression or reversion to the mean, um, as you know his his production uh, has been much better in the past. But there's an injury here, and, and uh, he missed the first eight or the last eight games of the regular season uh, due to ligament tears in his left thumb, and and that clearly has impacted uh, how he plays in the offensive zone. Um, so, you know, his production has gone way down uh, and you can bet him not to score a point at BetMGM uh, at minus 190. Um, this is a prop that's been hitting at a 75% clip and, and that's really a fair price for this prop. So it should be priced, you know, closer to minus 290, really. Um, so I really like this one. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of sticking with that theme, Philip Deneau. He's been a great player for the Montreal Canadiens. He's on that top line, and he's tasked with uh, shutting down the opposition's best players along with his line mates. Uh, you can bet on him at minus 200 not to score a point. He only has three points in the playoffs thus far in 19 games, uh, and you can you can rest assured that his mission tonight, he'll be tasked with you know focusing on shutting down the opposition and not so much generating offense. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's chalky, but Corey Perry under 0.5 points, uh, minus 190, another, another chalky bet, but, but one that's priced, uh, about a hundred cents too short, in my opinion, given, uh, Perry's average ice time and his scoring rates. Um, and then, and some better payouts here, 
uh, Nick Suzuki under points uh, at plus 100. He's obviously been a force in these playoffs, 14 points in 19 playoff games. Um, but but this is a good price, and and given his scoring rate, uh, you know, over the long term, um, I think I think you're looking at a short price here. And, and finally, Cole Caulfield, another guy that that's been a force for the Canadians, um, scoring goals, uh, specifically in the last series, not so much here uh, against the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, but minus 155 not to score a point. Uh, another prop that I, that I like. I think that should be closer to minus 200. Andy, you're speaking my language when it comes to betting totals and betting unders. I'm typically betting against human achievement, and I think that's what we're seeing right here with all these props. So I love I love that perspective. Now, thinking about this game tonight, Game 3, Montreal obviously going back. Now, now we've seen them. This isn't a team that's going to lay down and quit down 3-1 to one in the first round against the Maple Leafs and rallied, obviously, to, to not only get through that series but be sitting in the position that they're in tonight. Now, yeah, clearly overmatched, especially with the depth that we've seen from the Lightning. But thinking about the total right now it's sitting at five it's juiced a little bit to the over um thinking about that total where vasileski's just been a wall throughout this these first two games in this playoff what about not only the total but potentially the team total for the canadians it's sitting at two and a half right now now it's juiced to the under sitting at a dollar 40 but can you correlate all your props to also look at the total collectively at five and then maybe going under two and a half goals scored by the canadians laying a dollar 40 uh, no, I actually, I think the total is, is priced pretty appropriately here. Um, you know, I think you're looking at a 3-2 game more often than not, or, or you know, on average, uh, something around a 3-2 game. So I, I don't I don't have uh, much, uh, if any, uh, of any kind of edge uh, um, on the total. But it's just, you know, a matter of goal scoring, uh, individual scoring is just so hard to come by. Um, and, and even if the Canadians do manage to put up three goals, um, it's, it's likely going to be spread throughout their lineup. So I'm, I'm okay taking a whole, you know, plethora of, of Canadian players to go under their points totals. Um, chances are I won't hit them all. I mean, it's gambling, right? But uh, if I if I hit more than, than the average price that I've laid, uh, I'll come out on top the way I have uh, throughout this series thus far. Um, but I do think there's a, a ton of value uh, on the Lightning here at, at around minus 135. Um, just looking at the money line, I think this is a, a big shift. I mean, we're looking at a building with 3,500 fans in it. It's not a true, you know, home ice advantage here. And, and frankly, the Canadians haven't been all that great on home ice throughout these playoffs. Um, they, they've won, but, you know, the underlying metrics uh, tell a bit of a different story. So they've been fairly fortunate on home ice this year. Uh, and, and there hasn't really been home any, any kind of home ice advantage for the team. Um, of course, I give them uh, a little bit of an advantage here, uh, but I think, Going from minus 200 down to minus 135, it's too much of a shift, uh, and the Lightning should be priced closer to minus 145. Andy McNeil with us here on Betting Across America. Of course, game number three of the Stanley Cup final tonight in Montreal. Tampa in control, two games to none up on Montreal. Uh, Andy, just, just after watching these first two games, it's apparent that Tampa is a completely different animal than anything that these Canadians have seen uh, throughout this postseason, even when coming back 3-1 down against Toronto and pulling that big upset against Vegas. Just is there anything, just a glimpse of positivity for Montreal to see, say, all right, maybe they can get back into this series? Oh, I mean, of course there's a chance. I've got their, their chances of actually winning this series around uh, 7% right now, so the mm-hmm. Lightning will win this. 
thing uh, about 93% of the time. So I think that's odds of around minus 1,200. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a long shot for sure. Uh, but, but of course, they've got a chance. And, and you know, if, if, if they manage to steal a game here tonight, uh, they put forth a really good effort in game two. Um, but I, I don't think the last game or one game for that matter is, uh, you know, very indicative of, of the strengths and weaknesses of either team. And, and Tampa Bay, you know, even when they, as we saw in the last game, even when they, they don't put forth the greatest performance, they can still beat you by two goals. So I uh, really like the lightning here. He's Andy McNeil, our VEASAN hockey expert. Get him on the tweets at Digital Gambler. Of course, uh, you can find his work as well in our weekly Point Spread Weekly editions. Contributes for us there as well. Andy, always a pleasure. Uh, good luck with your uh, with your underplays on the point totals tonight. Take care, guys. Good luck. When we get back here on Betting Across America, we're going to go back to the NBA playoffs and we'll also look at some Shohei Otani bets. That's next on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Discover BetMGM, the king of sports books. 
Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer regardless of what happens with your bet. Simply use bonus code VSIN100 when you place your first bet. That's V-S-I-N-100. So enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to make a wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line 1-800-889-9789 in Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And the promotional offer not available in Nevada. It is betting across America here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. Hopefully kick it off your 4th of July weekend right with us here on Betting Across America. I'm Jeff Parles, James Salinas, alongside in Denver, a little a little under 1,000 miles away from us here in Vegas. James, uh, let's, uh, let's go into what's the better bet. That's where we're going to go right now. Uh, we're going to start with Shohei Otani. That, last time I checked, James, this guy's pretty good. It feels like every single time he plays now, he's he's doing something that hasn't been done since Babe Ruth has done it. Uh, so Otani right now is your betting favorite to win the MVP at BetMGM, uh, minus 145 right now to win the award. Is that the better bet, or is Garrett Cole to win the AL Cy Young at minus 160 the better bet? Where would you go here, James? I'm going to go with the former. I'm going to go with Otani, like you said, break, doing records, things that we haven't seen since Babe Ruth 100 years ago. And special player, special player, not only with what he can do, you know, not only on the mound and with, at the plate, but nobody does that. And this is, it's like that, that, that stud kid in high school that was the ace of the pit, you know, is the ace of the staff and was hitting cleanup and hitting bombs. Like, that's Otani. And it's great to see that. It's great to see somebody that, in a sense, can go be a two way player, right? And, and, can pitch and and have success the way they pitch. I know he didn't have great success the other night in Yankee Stadium, but those things happen. You're going to have bad starts. So for me, it's not only with Otani. Now, it doesn't help the fact that the Angels are not playing well and we know Trout's been out of the lineup, but right now they're currently behind, you know, they're nine games out of first and trailing Seattle of all teams right now in the standings. But uh, I'm more, my, the other part for me, the concern is Garrett Cole. Now, Garrett Cole, fantastic pitcher, got off to a great start as he typically does. But uh, once it's kind of interesting, if you go dig into his, his games recently, in particular, the month of June, when all the talk from Major League Baseball about the crackdown on the sticky substances going forward, and what they were going to do. We're starting to see that now over the last week or two uh, of actual enforcement of that and what it's going to look like going forward here. Uh, interesting numbers for Garrett Cole here, Jeff. Uh, not quite so dominant like he had been the first two months of the season, in particular his last five starts, all the talk about the sticky substances. And, uh, yeah, his ERA ballooned. He's got a 4.65 ERA in the month of June and nine home runs and 31 innings pitched, giving up 16 earned runs in 31 innings pitched in those five starts. I wonder if the uh, the crackdown with MLB on the sticky substance is kind of correlated and related to uh, this drop-off of numbers for Garrett Cole. 
James, I, I would go with Otani. I, I even though Vlad Guerrero Jr. is a better second choice than probably anyone in the Cy Young race right now. The narr- And again, this goes back to what we were talking about before with the NBA Finals MVP. When humans are handicapping a human vote, narratives are going to play a role. And the narrative of Otani's insane season, he may lead the majors in home runs. He could be a top 10 pitcher in the American League as well when this is, season is all complete as well, James. I, I feel like Otani's going to run away with this award as long as he keeps pace with the home runs. And, and look, that's no disrespect to Vlad Jr. He's having a triple crown season right now. And it kind of shows also how the triple crown has been devalued. The only, the only reason that I have to hesitate a little is who's even who's even in the AL Cy Young race right now? That's the problem. Your second favorite right now is Carlos Rodon, who obviously had an incredible start, but has really tapered off recently. Uh, you look at the rest of the list. Lance Lynn has not been the same recently as well. The third favorite, Bieber is hurt. Kyle Gibson's not winning the award. Glass now is out for the rest of the year. And, and look, there just hasn't really been anyone who has taken that AL Cy Young award race and run with it. So that's the only reason there's even a little bit of hesitation on my end on uh, saying that Otani is absolutely the better bet to win MVP over Cole winning the Cy Young, James. Bieber's the key. How bad? What is his shoulder? Now it's just a shoulder strain. You know, they're going to miss a few starts. How does he come back? Because Bieber is obvious. We know what his capacity is to get out there and and dominate on the mound. And if he does, he's able to get back with the Indians. Not that the Indians, he's their best player by far. But if he's he's healthy and gets back out on the mound, he's still got a full second half of the season to go. And with the way that Garrett Cole is pitching, at least if if the month of June is indicative of what that's going to look like, potentially going forward for Garrett Cole and right now the Yankees are not playing good baseball either that's that's probably the key I I agree with you there not a whole lot of challenges especially with Glasnow being on the shelf and potentially out for the year it's really it needs to be Shane Bieber can he come back is his shoulder okay and then second half of the season be dominant like we've seen in years past yeah I I would agree on that the other one down the board maybe if the Blue Jays get hot because of a a, a big outing a big uh, run by Ryu maybe down at 60 to 1 but again and I just, I especially with not having a real home this year for the Blue Jays, I think it's going to be tough for any of those guys to win an award. Let's go to this one. This one's really intriguing, actually, James. The we'll go to the AL West and the NL West, so we'll keep it on the, on the best coast. The A's plus two twenty to win the AL West as of today, a game and a half behind the Astros as they enter play here on July the second or the Padres to win the NL West at plus 275. They are in third place, but closing in on the San Francisco Giants, two and a half games behind San Fran, two games behind the Dodgers. Which one would you think is the better bet, James? A's at plus 220 to win the AL West or the Padres at plus 275 to win the NL West? I'll go with the latter. I'll go with the Padres there. Pot, pot, plenty of talent. I like what we're seeing out of there. Don't love the bullpen by any means for the Padres, but that starting rotation kicking around if Blake Snell can find his rhythm with his new teammates there in San Diego and have a, 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 and revert back to form like we're used to seeing Blake Snell in the second half of season. Still potential to get there here. All-Star break coming up soon enough and right himself getting into that, that lineup or into that rotation and holding his 
his own for that Padres team. I think we're, you know, are the, are the Giants going to be a team that can sustain this for the second half of the season? Great story so far this year. Having a little regression right now and could not come through uh, even last night against the, a, a bad D-backs team. One game doesn't make a full season. We know that. But, you know, the, and then the Dodgers. Dodgers are just not a team right now that I feel like this is a team that I trust going forward, especially with the rotation uh, where it's at right now going into the second half of the season. Don't love their bullpen either. So I'm going to favor the Padres in that situation, not only because of where they stand right now in the NLS, but then on the other side with the A's. A's always a great story, but then we also know that when it comes to the trade deadline, they're going to be buyers, but they're going to be, you know, it's blue light special for the Oakland A's. They're not going to be able to afford to go after any kind of big names out there as opposed to what the Astros are and potentially what they would do in that market and kind of like where the Astros are sitting. We know their lineup right now, best hitting team in baseball in a sense when it comes to batting average up and down that lineup, really tough and chip on their shoulder to try to prove themselves. And, and, and yeah, they need to do plenty of damage control of things that happened in world series past, but I think it's gotta be for me, it's gotta be the Astros that win the West. And so I'll default kind of back to the Padres. Plus I kind of like where they stand. Not a big fan of the Dodgers right now in the second half of the season. Make my, the Padres, as far as that bet's concerned. I would actually, I'll go the opposite direction here, James, just because I, I, it's just tough for me to see, even with the issues that the Dodgers have right now and very well may have moving forward, I still think the Dodgers' depth will get them to the finish line and winning the NL West. There are questions about the Astros, who are finally starting to show some cracks again after that great streak where they racked off 13 out of 14. And the A's, it doesn't matter what their roster is, James. They defy logic every single year. They're always in the race. And it would not shock me, again, only a game and a half out, and I don't think the A's have even played it at a 13-game over 500 clip quality of a team. If they get hot and actually start playing like this quality team that they are record-wise, watch out. I wouldn't be shocked at all if they hopped the Astros. So I would actually rather have the Angels, or excuse me, the A's, I should say, at plus 220 to win the AL West. Oakland right now a game and a half behind the Astros. And San Diego, uh, James going with them, uh, plus 275 to win the NL West over the A's to win the AL West at plus 220, uh, two and a half behind the Giants right now in the NL West. We have about a, we have about a minute here, James. A rapid-fire one here. Brewers to win the NL pennant at plus 650 or the Red Sox at that same number to win the AL pennant. Which one is the better bet? Brewers plus 650 NL champs or Red Sox plus 650 AL champs. I'm a sucker for pitching staffs and I I'll, I love the Brewers pitching staff, not only the starting staff, but also the back end and that bullpen. And you get into a five and or seven game series, the depth of pitching plays out when you're talking about a team like the Brewers. And yeah, it's a struggle for them to hit the baseball, but good pit, good pitching trumps, good hit, good hitting any day. And I think the other side for the Red Sox uh, with Rodriguez and Ivaldi, Ivaldi so far so good this season, but sustain that over the course, not only through the, the second half of the season, but then get into a playoff series. I don't like that pitching depth for the Red Sox make mine the Brewers. I would go with Boston solely because I think the American League is much weaker as a whole than the NL and look there are staffs that are going to equal the Brewers but I don't want to see the Brewers in a five game series that's for sure with those top two end starters and again Hader the best closer in baseball when we get back I'll give you a quick update on what's going on in Munich and NFL teams with new quarterbacks will look at their prospects going into this season. That's next here on Betting Across America.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.